0: Let's go to work. As barbers, we cut hair and fade all day. This podcast goes beyond the barber's chair and is about the rest of our story. Positioning ourselves for success, avoiding costly mistakes, and continuing to grow and thrive as barbers for years to come. Join us as we look at the whole world of barbering and go beyond the barber's chair. As a barbershop owner, what happens if a key employee or one of your key barbers is either disabled, you know, they're injured where they can't work for a while, or worst case scenario, they just pass away altogether? What happens then? It is certainly not a comfortable subject, but one that a uh, barbershop owner really would want to pay attention to here. I spoke with Howard Silverman with Tier 1 Capital, and he was able to explain a type of coverage that helps cover expenses while the key employee or the key barber is out of commission. I'm going to go straight to the interview from here.
1: If I was the owner of that shop, I would be thinking a couple of things. You know, What would happen to me if Carlos got sick or hurt or Carlos passed away? How would that affect my business? I mean, I have rent to pay or maybe I own the building. I have insurance to pay. I've got licenses to pay. Maybe I belong to a couple of associations. I've got a lot of tax deductible expenses out there that are essentially dependent upon Carlos bringing in income and me taking you know, a share of that to cover the expenses. So if Carlos gets sick or hurt and he's out, that leaves a really big hole in the business. So there's two things that I can do to protect myself. One is a disability policy on the life of Carlos so that if he gets sick or hurt, it will ultimately pay me, the business owner. And
0: back what I just heard, see if I got that right. You could take a life policy out or a disability policy out on Carlos, someone who has a seat at your shop. So if I'm a barbershop owner and I've got and I have a Carlos, I could take a policy out on them. And then if they get sick or pass away or whatever, then I would be receiving the money from that to take care of whatever expenses that were needed to be taken care of.
1: That is correct. It's called key person insurance. Okay. And because you have an insurable interest in Carlos's life, then that allows you to be able to apply for coverage. Now, Carlos, of course, has to agree to it because he's going to be the one taking, you know, perhaps the medical exam and signing a couple of documents in addition to you. So he's aware of it. It's not something you'll you can do behind his back. But yes, absolutely. And in fact, if your audience were to be interested in a white paper on something like that, I would be happy to send that to them so they can just call me or email me and I can get that to them so that they can have a little bit more information with, of course, no obligation. You know, I thought of one other thing too, in terms of protecting themselves. I'm not sure what percentage of barbers own their own buildings. Maybe they own a little house that with a parking lot that people come to and, or maybe they they're in a building And they've had to personally sign for and take financial responsibility for their office. So if they try to get out of the contract, then that landlord is going to have first dibs on all their money until that rent is paid for. There's another policy out there that's called a business overhead expense policy. And it'll pay the rent or the mortgage for that barber. If, they, if he or she gets sick or hurt while they're gone, and it will also pay off all of the uh, tax-deductible expenses that come into the business, insurance, supplies, some payroll, whatever else there is that's tax maybe associations and licensing, accounting fees uh, that's associated with the business and that's tax-deductible. It'll pay off those expenses for the barber, stylist up to two years you can kind of look at it this way Dave if I could show you a way that would allow you to have a line of credit for up to two years that during that time you're going to pay all these expenses and then at the end of the two years it's going to stop you can write off the cost of that insurance write off the cost of that line of credit and you don't have to pay it back, would that be something that would interest your listeners? And mm-hmm. my guess is that it, it would definitely interest, certainly some, because there's some that it just won't apply to, but those that own their own buildings and those that have a personal guarantee on that, le- on that lease would definitely be interested in something like that. And the premiums, the cost on that, is and i know it's all relative but it's very inexpensive and it's tax deductible so that would see the other uh policy that i'd consider if i was uh if i had my own shop kind of like that that's called what kind of policy that's called a business overhead expense policy everything with insurance is like alphabet soup and that's just (laughs) another one right and uh it's a hard one and it's not one that a lot of agents are aware of anymore
0: mm-hmm. but it's out there so for example, if I own a barbershop and maybe I maybe I own the well, actually let's go with the situations which I'm familiar with where you lease it but there's a personal guarantee sure uh, so even if you shut the doors down you you you're still liable for the rent uh this this kind of policy, would protect you in that case. You know, somebody has a car accident or something bad happens. And now are you're able to get this elephant off your back of not having to pay for all these months of rent that you're not going to be open.
1: That That's a good synopsis. That's exactly what it is. And while you're trying to recover, you don't have to worry about the expense of running that business. And typically when you're out on disability like that, within a year, you're gonna know whether you're coming back or not. Mm -hmm. And if you're not coming back and you have that business overhead expense policy in place, it will preserve your business because you can bring somebody else in to cut heads while you're out and then maybe you can sell it to them. At least maybe you'll be able to get a lump sum for your, your book of business.
0: Sure. And you know, if you have a barber shop and you have a couple guys, you have three, maybe three or four guys renting chairs from you already and you go down, that replaces a lot of the income and takes care of a lot of the bills that would have been getting taken care of.
1: That's correct. Okay. And it's tax deductible. And you can look at it, like I said, as a tax deductible loan from the insurance carrier That does not have to be paid back. Unlike your typical line of credit, that always has to be paid back.
0: That's it for today's episode of Beyond the Barber's Chair. I put links for my guests and for anything we discuss in the description. I hope you got something great and that it helps you as a barber and in life. If you like the podcast, I hope that you will tell a friend about it and subscribe so that you don't miss any upcoming shows. I'll see you next time as we go Beyond the Barber's Chair.